Hello, beautiful woman. This is part two of the conversation around healthy hormones that I'm having with Shay Payne. Today, we are getting into all kinds of juicy stuff. We're talking about why you need to stop wearing perfume and how do we actually tell if products are supporting or attacking our hormones. We also go into detail around our cycle, the fact that period pain isn't normal. Uh, what it means to feel good in your body, and ultimately why being low-tox is so important. If you have been loving this conversation that I've had with Shay, then this is the kind of stuff that we talk about and share about with the other coaches in the Earthy Sisterhood Wellness Hub. So if you want to be part of that, then let me help you get started with your doTERRA account and guide you towards quitting the tox and whatever your wellness goals may be. So whether you want less stress, less tension, maybe you're feeling unmotivated. Uh, If you want to have more energy, better sleep, and ultimately just feel good in your own body, then make sure you go to my website, wholesomemama.com to get started. Or you can message me over on Insta and we can chat about what would suit you. But let's get into part two of today's episode, talking all things hormones and embracing the feminine with shape. Hey mama, are you finding motherhood more stressful and overwhelming than joyful and fun? Are you spending your days in survival mode just counting down to bedtime? I was there once too. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused, and I didn't know my calling beyond motherhood, or even if I had one. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. I'm Elise Rooney, and I'm on a mission to empower women through strategies and mentoring to simplify their life and home, make over their mindset, find purpose, walk in faith, to be able to be present with their family. Join me for conversations about being a woman of faith, conscious parenting and marriage, living in your purpose, how you can easily implement simple systems to simplify your home, mind and life, keys to living an intentional life and so much more. Grab that cup of tea and get ready to thrive. This is The Wholesome Mama Show. And it's amazing that things like our food can impact our hormones, things like Mm. our personal care items, our perfume. So diving into perfume for a moment and (laughs) um, body wash and shampoo and conditioner and all the things that you don't think are causing harm, uh, they are actually so perfume, the whole idea, when you think about perfume, we're made to, it was made and we buy it and use it to feel more feminine, but it's actually doing the complete opposite thing. Do you want to share some more around that? Mm, you just want me to ruin perfume for everybody I because do. I did that to you. <laughs> so good. And I think that's the thing, like we as women, we don't know these things and, and it takes someone to share the information with us. Um, and at first we feel frustrated. At first we feel challenged and triggered because one of our values is perfume makes us feel feminine and beautiful and it's a way of self-care and it's a, and it's a practice that allows us to feel great. Um, and so when someone tries to challenge that, it triggers one of our values, um, which causes people to maybe feel frustrated or um, want to deny the fact or the facts, basically, because they, they are facts. There's, you know, research around it and those sorts of things. Okay, so if we're talking about perfume, um, perfume 
is uh, full of synthetic products, okay? And so if we want to go and, and make maybe make an understanding of what a synthetic product is, we need to go back to like the manufacturers, right? So when uh, we've got all these beautiful perfumes, like when you walk through um, a garden, you can smell the roses and the gardenias and the geraniums and lavender and things like that. So that's perfume, right? That's perfume in nature. And, um, you know, there was this moment where someone is, you know, loving on these beautiful plant-based perfumes. And then they were like, okay, but everyone can make these. And it's expensive too to get the perfume out of those um, plant-based products. So everyone can can make these because everyone can get the same plants and it's expensive. How can we make it cheaper and how can we make it so that we can be the only ones that make this particular smell? So they grab the, um, say, the rose, for example, and they're like, okay, what's the part in the rose that that's makes the smell? And they go, okay, it's this particular chemical constituent. So let's now make a synthetic version of that. And then that's going to be cheap for us to continue to make. Um, so we can just keep reproducing that. We're also going to have no variation because it doesn't matter if there's a lot of rain for those roses or there's not a lot of rain or whatever. It's always going to smell the same because we're making it in a lab. So there's that. Um, and then the other cool thing is now as a business, they can patent this, which means that um, they can um, patent means that no one else can reproduce that. They own that particular product. So we can't do that to anything natural. All right. So if anything is patented and means that no one else can make it, it means it's not natural because you're not allowed to patent a rose because it's a natural um, product and everybody should be allowed to have access to it. Um, and so this is what these companies did. And so then they continue to make what they call beautiful perfumes that smell lovely, um, but they then started to make them from these synthetically derived chemicals. Now, if you know anything about um uh, let's say essential oils, okay, because essential oils are basically the plant's perfume. If you know anything about that or have used that at all, you know that our body loves it and it does work with that, okay? So when we put those on our skin, our body likes to work with it because it knows what to do with it because it's natural. Now, all of a sudden, you have these perfume companies creating this product that you spray right on your thyroid, which is located near your neck, where you spray it, um, and this product then is absorbed by our skin and it goes into our bloodstream, but it's no longer the natural version, which is the essential oil version from the plant, it's this synthetic version. And then our body goes, what the heck do I do with this? I'm not sure what this is. And also there are now there's now research that suggests that these particular synthetic chemicals mimic particular chemicals in our own body, um, particular hormones in our own body. And so therefore um, causes our body to do things that it wouldn't do if it didn't have these synthetically derived versions of hormones or products that um, impact our hormones put into our body. Um, now, that's a very long-winded version of saying that um, perfume is basically just toxic rubbish that's really expensive um, and gives you a headache and you probably don't even realize that you know when you walk past someone and all you can smell is their cologne or their perfume and it gives you a headache that's because it's got chemicals in it just so you know that's why it does that <laughs> and it's funny when you do start living more low tox and get rid of all those the fake fragrance 
how much you realize you can smell the chemical of the perfume and it does it makes you sick because your body goes I don't like that we need to get out of here this is not right Mm -hmm. totally okay so rather than using things like the pill and other uh, options that are available that do switch off our hormones what are some ways or what's the benefit of being more in tune with our hormones and our cycle and how do we do that Mm, that's a very good question I think that there are a few things that we probably have to just like address the beginning of that which is like okay of course when we're not on the pill there is more of a risk of being pregnant, which is really what the, it's the main concern that most women have with going off the pill, maybe not wanting to fall pregnant um, in a time in your life, which just wouldn't suit, right? I have three children. We do not feel that we would like to have any more children, but I am not on the pill. Okay. So um, there are aspects there where you probably need to look at like different ways of being in tune with your body, which is, I guess what you're sort of asking me, which I, I think the best way to do it is to get in touch with your cycle. And that's something that we're just not really taught as girls. We're taught how to not get pregnant. We're taught like how to put a condom on and what the bits of our body are. And most of us really still don't know and call our vulva a vagina. But um, when we get in touch with our own bodies and our own cycles, we can then make better choices that suit what we want. So um, when I went and saw the naturopath, when I was trying to become pregnant, um, she asked lots of uh, what I thought were pretty confronting questions about my cycle. Like, um, you know, like, do you know when you ovulate? Do you get any pain? What kind of discharge or cervical mucus do you have? And like, all the, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't have anything come out of there. Like, I was just like... Basically, I was just had it in my head that if there's anything coming out of there that is at any point that is not your period, that you have thrush. Like that's just like, and I know this is confronting for some listeners, right? But I think that this is very important. We need to get in touch with our cycle so we can track our cycle. So you need to know what's day one of your period um, and then how long does your period last for and then what kind of things are happening down there um, in the weeks following that. Um, and then trying to pinpoint when ovulation is, which then helps you know when you're more fertile. And then obviously you're heading back into the phase where you're going to have your period again. And so when we know those things, we could probably make better choices about um, uh, intimate relations and things like that so that we then know, um, you know, when we can do those sorts of things. And it helps to be in touch with our body as well. So that kind of answers the question around like, you know, what's the other option unless we're on the pill? The other thing that my naturopath suggested was a diaphragm, um, which I haven't tried, but I feel like if there's enough women at the moment using a cup, I reckon you could probably go there with a diaphragm. Um, and then obviously there's the, you know, condoms and things like that. And I feel like this is probably not really what you meant by the question, but I still feel like this is really relevant. No, yeah. it's, still, it's still important to talk about that there are other options because women don't know that there are other options to mm. just not going on the pill, just not to fall pregnant. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. So, and then being more in tune with our cycle, I think that 
it is such a shame that we are not taught this, that we are all we are taught, even if anything, is don't fall pregnant. Here's what to do to not fall pregnant. Um, like, and having, yeah, having gone through hormonal issues and experiences myself and that the only thing, you aren't really informed of anything. Like, I only know, well, not anymore, but I only knew when I ovulated when I wasn't on the pill because it hurt, like, mm. I was in bed in pain, which isn't normal and women need to know that that's not normal. Mm. You shouldn't be in debilitating pain uh, just from having your period or from ovulating. So how? what are some natural ways that we can support our cycle? Mm. Okay, so um, I think the first thing to do is, well, one, you need to know your cycle, so you need to track it. Um, and there are heaps of apps that you can follow. And if you really want to get into it, there's like special thermometers and stuff that you can use that help you track and they link to an app and things like that. And they're also great for contraception as well. Um, so needing to know when your cycle is and what's happening. So that's one thing. Um, the other thing to is to support your body and love it. So to really embrace that, you do need to remove toxins and things like that. So checking your personal care products, um, your food and those sorts of things and starting to go to either low tox versions or no tox versions of those. And so to do that, I would be educating myself. I would be just downloading that chemical maze app. It's probably the best $11 you'll ever spend. Um, and then, and then that way you'll start to notice a change in your body. You know, we, I deal with women all the time, um, who, you know, come to me with no idea about how to, you are the perfect example, at least, but like come to me with no idea how to, um, or what it means to feel good in your own body. And so, um, and then when they start to make these shifts and changes, which are really not necessarily about their hormones in the beginning, they're about other aspects of their life. And usually a lot of women come to me because they've got kids and they don't want their kids to have like eczema or something anymore. And so they go on this journey of like low tox um, or quitting the tox completely. Uh, and then they find themselves feeling better. So that's something that if you want to get in tune with your cycle and things like that, then you need to be looking at that as well and removing toxins and things. The other thing I would suggest is educating yourself. So um, reading some books would be a really good idea around um, your cycle and your period and just getting to know yourself better. So um, a book that I recently did as a book club in um, my online community, we read um, Lucy Peach's Period Queen, which is a really funny um, approach. Uh, she's quite um, comical and um, she's really like down to earth. She's an Aussie girl. And she basically takes you through your cycle. She talks about the different hormones that are released at different times in your cycle. And then she also taps into um, our emotional states in each part of our cycle, which I think is really amazing. There's another book by Claire Baker. I think it's just called Periods. I forget now off the top of my head. I'm sure Elise will link it up. But um, it's really good too. So it also takes you through that um, understanding of the hormones and things like that I feel like that would be an amazing book for a mother to take her young girl through um, but we as women need to be empowered first 
uh, because I never had these conversations. I knew what my period was. I knew that most people hated it when women had their periods because they were cranky and angry, which took all power away from women. And basically we weren't meant to talk about it and we need to use a pad or a tampon, but tampons are kind of like, you know, they were a little bit like, I don't know, risque or whatever when I was like little. I, that's just like the feelings that I had. But maybe that's just because like, I don't know, my mum never used them or something. I don't know. But it was like, you know, definitely the good girls wear pads and stuff like that. So just all of these things women don't talk about. Like anyway, and now we have period undies and it's all fabulous. So that's great. Um, but yeah, just getting to understand your cycle and know your cycle, I think is the really important thing. And then removing toxins and stuff like that. And then of course, um, you know, I'm always going to be an advocate for um, supporting your body with essential oils as well. Yeah, I think that's a really good, I guess, roundup of taking us through the journey of going, okay, this is what my body's doing, but I do have options. Okay, how can I use these options to really support my body to do what it's naturally meant to do? Because I think, well, I know for me that I was on the pill from 17 maybe because I had really irregular periods and now know that your period on the pill isn't actually a period. It's a chemical reaction Mm -hmm. happening. But um, And I didn't come off until we were trying to fall pregnant and I all of a sudden found myself in this situation kind of like you going, oh, I need to get my body into a good rhythm and a good shape now, not shape physically, but internal shape um, Mm -hmm. to be able to fall pregnant and support this baby. And, and I guess because it took us a little while to fall with our first. So over those months, I then started looking at my body to, okay, what do I need to do? But I think it's really important to empower women who have either had children already and need to look at themselves and support themselves naturally, but support our daughters and the young adult women who haven't yet gone through the journey of having a baby to be empowered to take care of their hormones that actually if you do this now, like it's going to save you so much trouble And I think that that's one thing that I, particularly with my daughter and daughters when they get there, is that by me knowing this now, I can help them and set them up for a better win that they don't have to go through the surgeries and everything that I've had to go through because we I know better. So I can do better and I can do better for them and teach them young and be that embarrassing mum for them so (laughs) absolutely but you know what they they may go through a stage where they think we're embarrassing and that's going to happen even if we know all about periods um and our cycles and stuff like that but I think you know as our our girls get older and even our boys I think it's really important Mm -hmm. to help them to understand that women's periods are not weird and actually Lucy Peach has a really great um story in the beginning of her book about an interaction with her son uh, and a tampon and um, a used tampon. Uh, Anyway, it's a really interesting perspective. And I was like, you know what? That's right. Like we don't want boys 
to continue to grow up thinking girls are dirty and weird when they have their period because we are not and it is the most beautiful part of our cycle um, and we need to embrace that. And so I think it's really important, you're right, to empower our kids um, to have that knowledge to um, embrace the feminine and all its aspects, which includes the cycle. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I think it's very important, yeah, that we teach our sons so we don't forget about them too, absolutely. So do you have any final wisdom or advice for women who are, maybe for the woman who's listening to this going, okay, what do I do? Where do I start? Where, where, where would someone start? Where would someone start? Okay, so if you, have, if you are like me and want to go like all in and do everything, I would... One, I would get Period Queen, just order it online and read it so you can understand your cycle. So there's that. I would two, get the Chemical Maze app and just basically detox your home. Um, Of course, if you have no idea where to start with like quitting the tox and stuff like that, contact Elise because she'll be able to help you. And of course, then that also means that I will be able to help you. Um, So there's that. And then I would look at just um, embracing more self-love and embracing who you are. So, so that's sort of like a, an all-in approach. If you, were, didn't, if you weren't going to go all-in, just throw your perfume out. Just do that one thing. <laughs> that would be a great place to start. Um, yeah, and then just do a little digging. Like that's another thing that I would probably suggest. I can't even suggest one thing because we would talk about holistic health, right? Holistic means whole. It means looking Mm. at yourself as a whole, not I have one problem, I fix that one thing. It's like the one problem was the face, but holistic health means, okay, I want to help the face topically, but also I'm going to work out what my body's trying to tell me. So, yeah, I think coming from that holistic perspective would be the way to go and like looking at the whole picture. Yeah, it's so important that you aren't just putting band-aids because that's what really if you're just fixing one thing even though you may be fixing the root cause of that one thing you still need to go to the absolute root cause of what it is that is causing this whole thing and once you fix that like yeah your your cycle will be more regular won't might not be as painful uh your skin will be better you'll sleep better so, all the things. Yeah. All it's, the energy. It's, yes. It's a domino effect. Yeah. And I think that's that's actually a really good point. It is the domino effect and it all feels overwhelming at the beginning and you'll never know everything. Like we are still learning. I'm still learning. I'm eight years into this journey and I'm still learning. Like I can't rattle off every single hormone disruptor that's on the market, you know, but I know that these products are out there. I know that they're in and on everything. They're sprayed on clothes. They're in our personal care. They're in our makeup. They're in our tampons. If you're not using cotton organic version, like they're in everything because it's cheap and it's easy to make. Now, cheap and easy does not equal health. So I would just suggest doing some more research. And, you know, like one thing that really helped me learn a lot in the beginning was watching documentaries because they're easy to watch. You can sit down, you can relax at night and you can, you know, absorb some information that, that just sends you on a little bit of a journey down like one path and then watch another documentary, send you down another path. So 
I found that a really easy way a way in. So I would recommend watching some documentaries. There's stuff on Netflix. So yeah, plenty of stuff that you can tap into, that's for sure. Everyone's going, now I'm overwhelmed, Shay. Where do I start? <laughs> and I'll link in the show notes the books and some of the documentaries that we recommend people Perfect. start with. But the one I would suggest would be Stink. Mm. Get rid of fragrance. Yeah. Unfortunately, Stink is no longer on Netflix. I oh. feel like there's there's a conspiracy there, but you can watch it. Um, I would just buy it, guys. You can watch it on Google Play. I'm pretty sure you can watch it on YouTube or rent it for like $5 or whatever. But Stink is absolutely eye-opening. It is an American documentary, but it's happening here. So don't think that, oh, that's just in America. Like do some research after you watch it. <laughs> Read a packet after you watch it. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Can you, as a last thing, just let everyone know where they can find you, um, social media, things like that. Perfect. Yep. Uh, I hang out mainly on Instagram. So you can find me at, at by Shay Payne and Payne is P-A-I-N-E. Um, so you can find me there. As a family, we hang out on Instagram. At, it's just Shay and Dean is the account. And I'm the same on Facebook. Find both of those handles, both the same on Facebook. And then my website is just shaypain.com. So always hanging out in and around social media, basically. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so very much for this conversation that has been eye-opening, I'm sure, for many beautiful women out there. And, yes, we're very excited to hear stories of more women being more empowered with their own Thank you so much for having me, Elise. It's been beautiful. Well, my dear, I hope that you enjoyed that conversation that I had with Shay all about our hormones, where to start on your journey to understand hormones and quitting toxic products. And I really hope that if anything, you've realized that cheap and easy doesn't always equal health and you are so worth investing in and you are so worth honoring yourself and giving yourself good products that are supporting your body. So I hope that you enjoyed that. As I said earlier, if you want more goodness from Shay and I talking all things, quitting the tox and really how to get the nitty gritty of supporting you, particularly with essential oils, then come and join us in the Earthy Sisterhood Wellness Hub. Um, make sure you go to the website or message me on how you can get started and we can see you in there. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.